Good evening, church. I know in the bulletin it says I would be speaking on what the Bible says about demons. Um, But after writing that message out and reading and looking at it, I determined that at this point in time, it was not satisfactory to me, so I went another path. So what we're going to look at, but maybe next time I speak, I'll speak on that. But tonight we're going to look at um, why we as members of the Lord's Church, or Christians, uh, meet on Sunday. Um, There are those that meet in church buildings for various purposes. Some are there because they want to be there, while others are there because someone else wants them to be there. Others attend church just to get away from home, and others go to find romance, also to brag about their new clothes or a new wardrobe. But let us look at some of the scriptural reasons why we meet on Sunday or the first day of the week. First, Christians meet on each Sunday to fellowship with God and other Christians. This fellowship can be expressed in a number of ways. In Acts 2.42, Luke writes that they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship and in the breaking of bread and prayer. In Ephesians 5.18 and 19, we read about the early Christians expressing their bond of fellowship by singing praises to God. They were filled with the Spirit, addressing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody to the Lord with all their heart, not with instrumental music. In Acts 20 and 7, we see that the most important aspect of their fellowship was the eating and drinking of the Lord's Supper together on each Sunday. 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 16 and 17, the question is asked, when we bless the cup of blessing, is it not a means of sharing in the blood of Christ? When we break the bread, Is it not a means of sharing in the the body of Christ? Another aspect of this fellowship was the giving of their funds or their means in order to meet the needs of others. We read about this command for giving in 1 Corinthians Excuse me, in 2 Corinthians chapter 8, verse 15, and 2 Corinthians chapter 8, verses 9 through 11. 
Thousands of Christians today know the joy of giving a portion of what God has prospered them. Secondly, in James chapter 5, verse 16, we learn about the Christians coming together on Sunday or the first day of the week in order to release guilt and anxiety through repentance and prayer. Therefore, confess your faults one to another and pray for one another that you may be healed. The prayers of a righteous man has great power in its effect. When Christians got together in the first century, they freely confessed their sins to one another and prayed, and as a result, they experienced healing, forgiveness, and restoration. James chapter 2 verse 26 speaks to dead faith and works. Therefore we must meet on the first day of the week, Sunday, to be encouraged and to encourage others of God's people. God's people are supposed to be useful productive and helpful. When we assemble each Lord's Day, we need to remind one another that there is work for each of us in the Lord's vineyard. For is, as the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without works is also dead. So when we look at James about this, he is telling us, Christians, that there are service, excuse me, that their service to one another is not optional, but it is a necessity. Also, we meet each Sunday to search God's word for solutions to daily problems. If Christianity is not practical, then it is not anything. The Bible is composed of principles which can change our empty lives into full ones. What does 2 Timothy 3, 16 and 17 say about searching God's word for yourself? It reads, all scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly equipped unto all good works. We also gather together on the first day of the week to give glory to God. Our creator is worthy of praise and awe and adoration. May those in the world understand that the Christians, Christian worshipers first act is to give of himself 
not to get. Sometimes we lose our focus about that. In Romans chapter 12, verse 1, it says, Presents your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. When Christians choose not to meet regularly with other Christians, they not only place a stumbling block out for weak Christians, but they also put out a welcome mat for Satan. So assembling with the saints is most important. But if, but if Christians expect to answer when the role is called in heaven, he, she, or they must be present when the role is called down here on earth. So if you are a Christian, may I suggest that you continue to meet with the congregation that you're affiliated with of the Lord's Church, and that will help you to continue to be encouraged. If you are not a Christian, not a member of the one true church spoken of in God's word, have not repented of your sins, have not confessed that Jesus is the son of the living God, and been baptized and added to the Lord's church. And if you want to obey the gospel, obey God's commands in order to gain salvation, receive the gift of the Holy Spirit, and be added to the one true church spoken of in the Bible as, <coughs> as those did when they were baptized on the day of Pentecost, then I would suggest that you make your way to the front. Or if you need the prayers of the congregation, uh, these men who are here, also you make your way to the front. I, I um, say these things to you hope this is giving you some idea of why we do what we do such as meeting on sunday not using instrumental music to make melody with but make melody with our hearts to the lord and i suggest you come to the front as we stand and sing the song that's been selected